MLM Nation, episode 658. Welcome to MLM Nation, a podcast of leaders, by leaders, for leaders, hosted by Simon Chan. He's built a team of over 200,000 and is now a full-time MLM coach and trainer. So if you're ready to level up your business, join us now. Let's do this. Hey, are you driven by purpose or just by money? Is network marketing all about the fancy cars, mansions, or the quote-unquote lifestyle, or is there more to it? Now, if you're driven by purpose, go check out this new group called Purpose Driven Networkers. Not only do we have a higher calling, but we also have a five-step system that we use to help get your next customer or rep immediately. Go check it out at PurposeDrivenNetworkers.com. ML Nation, this is Simon Chan. I'm fired up to bring our special guest today. This is her second time on the show. Good friend of mine with Dr. Dana McGrady. Hey, Dana, are you ready to make it happen? I am, Simon. I'm so happy to be here um, with you. This podcast made such a huge impression on me my first year in network marketing. I feel like you like were the, legit the reason that kept me going in that first year. So I'm grateful. I'm ready to repay the favor. Hey, thank you so much. And I still remember you reaching out to me at that event. And then we connected. We had you on the show. And for those who don't know about Dr. Dana McGrady, like I said, this is the second time that she's been on the show. She first appeared over five years ago. I can't believe it's been over five years. But at episode 122, when she talked about the traits of successful people. And since then, I've seen Dana continue to grow as a network marketing leader. I'm going to talk about the journeys, the ups and downs, the lessons that she's learned as she's taken herself to the next level. And for those who are not familiar. She's a six-figure earner, the author of Magnetic Sopreneur, and the mom of three children. Outside of network marketing, Dana is also a doctor of oriental medicine, specializing in nutrition, homeopathy, and electrical medicine, and has two clinic locations in Florida. Anyway, she does so many things of a mouthful for me. Dana, welcome back to the show. And but why don't we take us back to the journey? For those who haven't heard your first episode, how were you introduced? How do you go from a doctor being introduced to this profession? You know what? Like, um, I actually was kind of surprised. I was like brand new, wide-eyed, bushy-tailed, super excited about the opportunity to earn residual income. I was more excited about the lifestyle freedom because I was so chained to my clinic. I was so chained to so many sick patients and Whereas I love my patients and I want to help everyone get healthy, I was still trading hours for dollars. And so the thought of being able to scale an online business and really reach way more people with less time was very appealing to me, but not everyone has that entrepreneur mindset. So when I first started, a lot of other practitioners that were in my circle of influence all warned me, you're going to lose respect don't do one of those things. Don't, what are you doing? All of your hard work is going to go down the, the tubes. And I just was like, what are you talking about? I'm so excited about this. Like, I, I really, at first, it kind of burst my bubble. But then I was like, no, you know what? I'm just going to show them. Mm-hmm. So who told you um, your originally upline sponsor? How Was it a friend? Was it a patient? How did you know about network marketing? Um, I actually called the number on a real estate sign. I, I, a girlfriend of mine had a baby. I brought her a home-cooked meal to her house, and I was looking for a house at the time. So they said, hey, there's a house for sale around the corner. 
go and call the realtor. She's a friend of ours. I did that, and the realtor was the one that ultimately said, is this Dr. Dana McGrady? Okay, great. I want to come in and see um, you at the clinic as a patient. She came into the clinic, and that's how she introduced me to the, the original company I was with, the product. So you were open-minded, or you kind of like, uh, uh, should I do this? You, you accepted it right away? No, no, no. I, I said no. I said no over and over and over because people pitch me on products all the time. Everyone's excited about something, you know, every week. So I just didn't think anything of it. I ended up just buying one thing kind of to appease her and make her happy. And then after that, just unfolding, trying the products. And then my mind was expanded to the business opportunity. What was the shift that made you expand? Go from like being a customer <laughs> to, uh, okay, I'm going to do this. So Simon, you have three kids, correct? And a cute, really cute dog. So your house is a little wild. So my house at the time was a little wild. I had two toddlers. I had, and I secretly found out I was pregnant with my third baby, all in the matter of the same amount of time that I tried these products. And then my original upline said to me, have you ever thought about building a residual income? She said it to me right at that emotional time where I was mortified about having another baby just because I thought I was so overwhelmed with life. And I hadn't had a maternity leave with the first two babies. You know, when you're the boss, you have to always be at work. And so I, it expanded my mind to what could be. And I started seeing online, you know, seven years ago, that was at the beginning where everyone was like, yeah, online business, online business. Now it's exploded. But at the time I was like, I could build an online business. You know, that, that sounds good because then I'm having a third baby. Maybe I could cut back in other areas. And so the, the lifestyle freedom Mm. is what really appealed to me. Let's talk about this concern because uh, I was just recently talking to someone and they're new in network marketing, but they were worried. Uh, they have like a high, uh, high income job, right? In finance. And they're worried about they will lose respect and jeopardize their practice, uh, actually their job, they're in banking. What advice could you give to someone like that? Brand yourself. Brand yourself. Don't brand your company. Brand yourself. Um, it gives you credibility online. Educate and add value. You're very good at this, Simon. You know, educate and add value and give people actual tips in whatever industry you're really good with. And then it creates a funnel of leads coming in for your network marketing business. Thank you for that. Because I think a lot of new people, they think, well, I have to talk about my company and everything. And then they're worried about their, their boss is going to know that they're doing something else. Right, and then they're going, to, they're going to get in trouble. But instead, you're saying just to provide value, provide content, uh, share positivity, and teach people things. And ultimately, that's like a funnel to get new leads. Yeah, because all the magic happens in the messenger anyway. All the magic happens in the personal conversations and the relationships that you build. Brand yourself. It will up your credibility, you know, if you do it consistently. So let's talk about this topic because you talk about a magnetic soapreneur as well. How do you brand yourself? How do you, how do you attract Oh, I love this topic. I don't know how I learned at the beginning. I kind of stumbled into it, but it's all about making people feel special in a genuine way. It's genuinely loving up on everyone you're around and making it all about them. You know, the original how to win friends and influence people, like Dale Carnegie. It's making them feel heard, making them feel seen making them feel like they're a part of something huge, which they are if they're on your team, right? And then also just listening to listen, 
not to speak or to respond, listening to actually care and actually care how they're doing and what they're doing in their life and not making it all about work, not making it all about being driven, not making it all about sales or goals, making it about the people and their hearts and the mission they're on and every single human's individual why and why they're doing this. And, and that's for your team members. When you're talking about prospects, it's to compliment them, to ask them questions. You know, the person asking the questions has the power and really checking on where their heart is and feeling them out to find some pain points to be the solution, to give them the opportunity of a lifetime because I sure am grateful someone gave it to me. That's great advice there. Yeah, I'm actually writing notes about what you just said. The magic is in the messenger, right? You provide value out, value out there. People are going to reach out to you and start asking. And I think it starts with knowing your target audience, what their pain points are, and then you provide value to it. I think I love what you said. Just make people feel special. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I love that quote. You know, every single person is walking around with a sign around their neck. I want to be made to feel special. Oh. I, and a lot of people don't have community. They don't feel heard. They don't feel loved even in their own homes. And, and I feel like we can do so much more impact by just empowering and uplifting those around us and showing them that we believe in them. Yes, yes. Good stuff. Hey, I'm going to um, put this in the recap in the show notes page. Thank you for sharing that about branding stuff. Uh, now, I want to ask you a question, too, if, for those who are curious, because I'm curious, too. Like, uh, even though I'm Asian, I don't know anything about oriental medicine, okay? So, related yeah. to that, uh, what is electrical medicine? So, electrical medicine stems from Germany first. Mm. And, and the word that you butchered, but I loved it so much because it was so cute, Simon, was <laughs> homeopathy. <laughs> homeopathy. Homeopathy is German medicine. And so, the Germans really did it right when it comes to holistic. Some of the top natural cancer centers in the world are in Germany, um, and in hospitals, they actually use electrical medicine in, in order to test someone before they give them prescription meds. They make sure that person tests good for that prescription med. It's not trial and error. And so what I love about that is with, with my, I have a type of electrical screening that's based on the acupuncture meridian that I can do a screening and it pinpoints root cause. And so by my training in holistic medicine, looking for the root cause helping the body to not feed disease, cutting out what's feeding disease, and cleaning out the bad and supporting the good with nutrition and homeopathy. What I love about that is I do the same thing with my team. Hmm. When I'm helping someone get a breakthrough, I'm finding out the root cause of why they're stuck. This is the best concept for all of you to use in network marketing. When you're talking to a prospect, find out the root cause of why they're saying they don't think they can do it. You know, like, why do they think they can't do it? You have to make it so simple. Everyone can do it. So how do you have time? You have two clinics and you, how do you have time to build your business and still do your electrical medicine? I have these two clinics. Yeah. Yeah. So I have two clinic locations. I'm booked out eight weeks in advance. And I just, what I did is as I grew my network marketing business, right? I want lifestyle freedom. So people think, oh, she has two clinics. That's not lifestyle freedom. Not true. They run when I'm not there, right? So just like any business owner that can build it to a certain point and step back to a certain point, I just gave myself less hours. Less and less, less hours, hired out, do more things virtually. They run wonderful, get the income from them. I still am able to impact lives. I'm still able to see patients. 
but I only work one day a week in my in my Tampa clinic and only two days a week, no, two days every other week in my Melbourne office, which is three hours away. That's cool. Um, so any time management tips? Because you, you're a mom, you're doing all these clinics, you're building a business. What, how do you make it happen? Automating everything as best you can with your teams, automating everything, having a system, delegating, having an incredible leadership team that's all invested in stepping up and helping um, the whole team. And time management, I, I think that as you grow it bigger, it's all about scaling in a smart way with your network marketing business. And so that means automation. It means systems. It means having um, a good ATM group for your customers. The last 15 months, because I launched a new business 15 months ago, has been all creating the system, creating the system. It hasn't been until the last two or three months that I've actually been able to breathe and it's growing with or without me because all the systems are created. Can you share a little bit about, about ATM for those who don't know? Yeah. Really quickly. Uh, Simon, this has been a, such a game changer. So if you're not doing ATM, you need to do it. It's in a customer Facebook group. So I wanted to simplify this time. In the last company, I had gotten so many Facebook groups. Any of you guys having that issue? If you have a big team, this Facebook group and this Facebook group and this one, and you're in like 20 Facebook groups and it's complicated and prospects don't know where to look. They're all confused, right? So if you have one customer group, one business group, the business group is for training, for shout outs, for team culture. The customer group is all third party validation. So it's going to be testimonials. It's going to be challenges, right? We do team challenges. Right now we're doing a trim down challenge, which is just accountability and education and value for helping people to lose weight. We do it all in our one customer group. And ATM stands for add tag message. So I'm saying it's slow just because some people don't know, right? Simon, we've all heard it a million times, but add them in, tag them in a few testimonials that would help them, you know, for whatever they were saying. Oh, I have a backache. Oh, I want better skin or whatever. You're going to tag them in what they need. And then you're going to do the magic in the messenger and you're going to create that relationship. It's all about relationships, but this way it, it helps you get nonstop leads coming into your team and it increases retention for the ones that are already there. So much easier to get a customer that's already given you their credit card to purchase again than it is to get a new customer. So that's why we love on the customers we already have. Yeah, that's a um, great point. Like the cheapest lead cheapest is existing customer getting them to buy either more frequently or buy more is much cheaper yeah. in terms of marketing than spending advertising or doing or going out there and reach out to find a new person you got it hey yeah. so on the messenger what do you say say how, what you just ask them how they like about the testimonials um yeah so what i do personally is i say would you like to be a part of our health and wellness community hmm. right if you're obviously if you're in a beauty company in our health and beauty company, our beauty and glow company, what our glow community, whatever it is, it's all about creating community wherever you are. So would you like to be a part of our health and wellness community? And then you point out the value. What are they, what's in it for them? What are they going to get? They're going to get education from health practitioners. They're going to get tips, time hack tips from busy moms. They're going to get, you know, exercise 
tips and they're going to get eating tips and they're going all these things that they're going to gain by being in there plus accountability, right? Accountability on their health goals. Um, and then you're going to chat after you add them. See, people have to accept the invite. So we're not going to be spammy pammy. We're not going to add a ton of people in there without genuinely talking to them. We're going to say, would you like to be a part of this? If so, I'll add you now. Okay. And then you add them. I send them a screenshot of the page and I say, this is where I added you. Go ahead and click accept to let me know when you do. I'll tag you in some things that will help you along in your journey. So based on the questions you had already asked them, right, the compliment and the question, you already know that they have trouble sleeping and maybe they have anxiety or maybe they're, you know, whatever it is. And so when you already know that much about them, you're going to tag them in a couple testimonials. You use the little search bar up top, tag them, and then the magic's in the messenger. So in the messenger, you're going to say, okay, Sarah, what did you think about that? I tagged you in a bunch of stories. Um, these are exactly what those people were doing in order to help the things that you have and that you're suffering with. I just don't want you to suffer anymore, girl. So I'm going to send you this link. Click shop. These are the products that I would suggest. Let me know if you need any help. That's awesome. Really good stuff. I love, uh, I got something out of it, by the way, taking a screenshot of the post that you're tagging them. That's very, very helpful. Because sometimes we get all these notifications. Oh, I got tagged everywhere, my friends. What is it, right? You're lost. But then you put that screenshot. That's very, that's very, very good. Yeah. And like, technology is changing so quickly. I mean, like when we first interviewed like five years ago, taking a screenshot wasn't as easy as it's now, right? Yeah. Especially on your right. iPhone. You can take a screenshot. You can, send, you can send it to them immediately right there. Great stuff. Hey, I'm going to transition a little bit. In your journey, what was like a light bulb moment that you had uh, where things really took off? Um, you know, for me, I really think it's the, the personal development. Um, why have I seen you so much, Simon? And why is my relationship with you so good? Because we both go to generic network marketing events, right? We go and we work on us so that we can pour out into the people we're meant to impact. And so I think that my very first network marketing event was called the mastermind event. I probably sure I saw you there. I was newly pregnant and just, you know, just excited. I honestly resisted going. I really resisted because I was like, what do I need to go to this for? And I think that if I hadn't gone to that, I don't honestly think I would be where I am now. Because it's so easy to give up in the beginning that if I hadn't gone to that, I don't think I would have stuck it out through the hard time. So going to personal development, business development, we don't go to college to learn about network marketing. You know, we have to really have it as a part of our DMO in order to actually know that we need to fill our cup and our knowledge base and our creative juices, right, to be able to turn it around. So I think it's the personal development. Um, and then what was the part where it kind of took off? I feel like when I, I actually feel like I've done it twice. I, I built three organizations at this point in my career, seven years. I built it once all the way to a top lever, level, lost a couple leaders, right? We all get that lesson in life when a couple leaders decide to move and you lose a large part of your organization. I had to decide if I was going to quit. Or if I was, you know, I wanted to put my head in the sand. I was mortified. I was like, what am I going to do? And when you realize it's not about you, it's about their journey. You got to wish them well, love on them. Um, we're still friends to this day. And then you rebuild. You put your head down. You get your focus back on. You get your blinders back on. 
And you say, if I did it once, I can do it again. It takes some determination and some creativity, um, but you do it. So I rebuilt a second time in that company. And I think, I think that second rebuild was my aha moment that, wow, I, if I can do this, I can do this for my lifelong career. And, and, it, and that also told me that you really have to never stop recruiting, never count on the team you have now, always build new team, always bring new people in um, because it's a volunteer army and you just can't count on, it, on anyone staying. You love them while they're there. And wish them well when they leave, but the ones that get you to the rank you're at now most likely won't get you to the next rank. Yes, that's so, such a good reminder. Like your future leaders today are probably not going to be around, not going to be your future leaders five years from now. And yeah, I think, you I think want them to be. You right? want them to be. You want right. them to be. It doesn't mean that they quit. It could be like they slow down a little bit. They have, they, you know, they have kids. It's, it's about timing, right? It doesn't mean they won't come back. But the, your top leaders today probably not going to be your top leaders five years from now. And so you constantly, and then you also, you grow, you're growing quickly. Some people don't grow as quick as you do. Right. Yeah. And I think the biggest yeah. mistake is trying to pull people, make them grow as fast as you do. And then like you said, you, you got to love on them. They have other things going on in their life, appreciate them. And you, but you have to keep on recruiting. Yeah. I, I think the leader, seat of the leader is seat of the pack and the focus that you have, your team does duplicate that. And it's always fun in the growth mode, but in the slow down mode, which every business goes in cycles, so when you're, when you're in crazy growth mode, which my team is in right now, right? And that's exciting. But guess what? Inevitably, it's going to slow down a little bit. And when that happens, it's what you do in those times that also make you the leader that you are. It's yes. what you do in those times, helping you to get your team back into action, getting them out of like slow down mode after a holiday or after the summer, right? And so you just kind of know those cycles and start to figure out what works with your team. That's like the real test of your leadership is when things slow yeah. down. What do you do? Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Uh, you talked about the uh, uh, the event that we went to, the mastermind event the first time. Can I share a story? It's like a personal story. Yeah. So I, I still remember how you we met, right? So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I remember. We were in line and I was with our mutual friend, Rachel Hortense, who's been on the show. And... Um, you recognize my voice. So this is this is why I remember, okay? So I'm like a shy, quiet Asian kid from Brooklyn, New York. You probably don't meet many people or anyone that sounds like me, that talk like me. So I, if anyone, you listening there, you hate the sound of your voice. I hated my sound of my voice when I was a kid. I got picked on. I speak with a list. I speak with an accent. I speak weird. But anyway, I had a podcast. And, you know, one of my mentors always said that your weakest, you know, your worst moments are the raw materials for your future success, right? Actually, he, I came up with that. But someone said that whatever you're weak on, one day you'll be sharing that on stage. And like, so I'm like, I hated my voice. I started this podcast. And when you came up to me, you're like, hey, I, you said, I recognize that voice. That you must be Simon Chan. And I'm like, oh my goodness, the voice I hated my whole life. I'm actually famous now because of that voice. <laughs> That's I why I never forget that moment you ran out to, oh my goodness, somebody actually recognized me because of my voice now. Not because of what I've done, but because of my voice. I couldn't stand. I was so excited to meet you. I totally, I totally wanted your autograph, by the way. <laughs> and it's all because of my voice. If, I, my, if my voice was sounded something different, the voice probably wouldn't have... Because we were just in line with all the people. I remember you just heard something. Hey, you must be something. You came up to me. And I was like, wow, okay, yeah. yeah. Well, they said it's true. Just embrace your weaknesses because uh, one day it will lead you to something. I mean, your podcast is the only one I've told everyone. Like, I have talked about your podcast so much because my first year, your podcast kept me going. Like, I was like, if all these top leaders are doing it, then I can do it. 
Yeah. I just have to figure out what they did. Yeah. And I felt like I was in a, a, a round circle with incredibly smart humans that are all strategic. Every time I would get on a podcast, I'd get to be in that round circle with those top leaders. And I could just be, if I'm coachable and if I want to listen and if I want to like take their little tips and utilize them. But I, I just remember being very grateful to you because I probably started listening right when you started and then when I got to be on it, episode 122, I probably had heard every single episode <laughs> leading up because I, it really helped me so much in my growth. Well, you have the right mantra, right? Like, it's like, if they can do it, like you talk about the events, I can do it, right? If you, these people on the show can do it from different backgrounds, I can do it. And, and it also gives you, I think, um, I love the origin story because it gives people hope. Like, you know, like, it wasn't like you went to a business presentation. You just went to check out a home. Right. And just, so just imagine a lot of times people are like, well, no one's interested in the business. You just never know. Right. It could be like like this real estate agent found you recruited a leader just because you're showing a house and became your patient. And now you've done so much in the profession. Uh, yeah. There was also a, a kind of a lesson that she learned. You know, um, she was kind of new in her journey, too, but she was having some growth and she didn't think I was going to do anything because I resisted so much that she put me under her cousin. She was trying to help her cousin build. Her cousin didn't really do much in the business for years, but her cousin always made a six-figure income off of my efforts for all that time that I built because because she put her under that her cousin. But she said, I never would have done that if I knew you were going to take <laughs> off like that. <laughs> like, we learn these lessons as we go, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's actually a huge point where, like, most of the people you think are going to be good often are not good, and the people you least expect or have no expectations can surprise you. You got it. Never prejudge. Like there's some people in this the last 15 months of this launch that have just stepped up. And I never thought like, it's almost like you find their warrior coming out, like their inner drive where yeah. they really find their why. And it is so inspiring. I love this profession because it just shows people what they're made of. Yeah. So, you know, speaking about the journey, um, it's like from five, six years. What do you, what area do you think you have grown the most since we last had you on the show? Public speaking. <laughs> Public speaking. I was really bad. Like really bad. Really bad. Really bad. <laughs> hey, you're learning. You're being that leader. You're learning and growing. Yeah. Yeah. Because I like realized you can't impact the masses if you're in your own head worried about what you look like or what you sound like, or did you wear the right dress, right? We all think about, I can't go up and speak. Like, who am I to speak? And I remember my very first time, uh, there was a company, like, regional event. It was, like, maybe 200 people or maybe, you know, something like that. And they asked me to come up and give a testimonial six minutes on a practitioner's standpoint of the products. And so I was like, I can do that, you know. I got so nervous. My, I had sweat dripping down my back. Um, the VP of sales and marketing handed me the microphone, and I was in my own head. I started getting like a panic attack. Uh, I couldn't breathe. Um, I had six minutes perfectly planned out to a T that I had practiced. And at that point, I, I literally just everything went blank. Hmm. And I just started having like, a mini panic attack up there. My knees were knocking together. I had sweat dripping like five sweat drops that just popped out of nowhere. And I, I just literally talked for 30 seconds 
couldn't get the mic back in his hand fast enough, practically ran back to my seat and put my head between my legs. And my friend that was with me was like, that's not what we practice. <laughs> and so I, I know, I just don't want to talk right now. And then after the, the event, so many people coming up and were like, you did so good. Good job. Awesome job. And in my mind, I'm like, I did not do good. Like, I know I didn't do good. Like, I could have done so much better. But it's almost like when you do horribly the first time, it makes you determined to do it again. And do it again. And do it again. And ask people how they did it. And do it again. And then you learn. And then you learn, oh, I need a pause. And, oh, I should really tell stories. And, oh, there needs to be an actual message to this training. And, oh, I want them to be able to take away something that will help them build their business. And so I just got better as I went. And I, more people than not quit before they get good. Yeah. Because they don't have the belief that they're going to get good. But it's like you can't not get good if you're just determined to get good, you know. And now you speak at events. You speak on stage at events. I do. And I like remember the journey. It's pretty neat because like kind of good, a little bit better. Okay. That time I paused the right way. Okay. This time I actually had the whole audience gasp. You know, when I told this story, I remember one time doing a keynote address and it was 55 minutes, my longest ever. And my best compliment I ever got was this girl that did a long testimonial on Facebook about how she held, she had to pee really, really bad during my heart. And she held her, her legs together as tight as she could, like cross her legs because she didn't want to leave for even one minute wow. or five minutes to go pee. And she said, after I was done and got off stage, she ran to the bathroom and there was like 30 girls in line that had all done the same thing. They all held their pee so that they could be there for every single second. So that like was like a huge heart bursting moment. That is cool. That's yeah. You know, I think that's the best part of this profession. It's just the personal growth yeah. you go through, right? And the fulfillment yeah. you get. Just it's not like when we we're kids. Oh, we get better. We feel good, and then somehow in the adult life we stop. And then this industry, if you really want to get good at it, you force yourself outside a comfort zone. It's an awesome feeling. You do, and it's not fun, but you do it. And then you help your team members go out of their comfort zones, and then you help prospects that are coming in be like. Your comfort zone is not going to help you win. Yeah. You got to get out of it. Dana, how important is consistency to success? Oh, my goodness. Isn't this the most annoying thing? <laughs> I'm sure with the people you coach and with your past team, you know, it's like you want them to win, um, but they just don't show up. If they're not showing up, they're not going to go up, right? Yeah. And so... I think that is the biggest thing that stops people is they show up for two weeks. They fake work for most of the middle of the month. They might work the first week. Then from the like 6th through the 25th, they fake work. I heard that from my friend Rob Ferry, and it's so true. And then after that, they show up for the last week of the month, and they want to hit gold. And it's like, what if you treat it every single day like the last day of the month? Then what would you accomplish? So, yeah, I feel like you have to be the consistent. You have to be the consistent one, that's their example, but then at the same time, it's like they have to want it really bad to show up every day. Hey, I'm Nation. Let's prospect together and get results immediately. At our BYOB online workshops, we don't just focus on taking notes and give you more motivation or more things to learn, get a whole notebook of things and you don't even know where to start, right? I know you need a clear roadmap on how to 
get action and get results. Take action, get results. So these are our online workshops. You don't need to go anywhere. We just hop on Zoom. I'll teach you exactly what to say when prospects reply back. I'll guide you word for word uh, how to overcome the objections. And I guarantee you, at the end of the session, you'll get at least one interested prospect for your business or your product and service. So it's going to be a ton, a ton of fun. Uh, and unlike most training events, right? This is not just more training. You, you don't get many notes, but I'll get, guarantee you will get results and you actually learn through by taking the action. So if you want to try it out, it's still a ton of fun. Go to mlnation.com forward slash BYOB. Hey, thank you so much for being on the show. As you wrap up, some quick questions to pick your brain, and these can be quick one-liners, Okay. Uh, first one is, what is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you? Ooh, you can run with a thousand, but you can only drag one. And I almost want to say, Simon, I might have said this last time. This hmm. might have been the same quote. you got to find out. But it's really stuck in my mind forever because dragging people in this profession is one of the most exhausting things you could ever do. It'll almost knock you out of the profession. You cannot want it more for them than they want it for themselves. So run, run with a thousand, run with the motivated, run with the ones that are showing up, leave the ones that aren't showing up. They'll come along for the ride when they're ready. What is one habit that's helped you become successful? Reading, personal development, reading, podcast, Simon Sham's podcast. What's your favorite prospecting tool? Is it ATM, what we Um, talked about? Yes, right now it's it's Reels on Instagram. Reels. Yeah, going on social media, Reels and TikTok are really the big thing. Right now I'm learning TikTok, um, but leads come in a lot from building my social media presence, and Reels are where it's at, Like, and they're kind of fun. So I feel like when you do a Reel and you get leads coming in, it makes it easier. Also, stories. Show your face on stories. Talk to the camera. People want to, like, they just feel like their no like and trust grows as soon as they see what you're doing they get to follow along on your journey and so definitely real what's your favorite app on your phone outside the social media apps canva canva is so awesome and so easy and so perfect for shout outs for team graphics for promos i did just hire a graphics girl and i love her but i still use canva for the little things all the time What's two or three books you could recommend to ML Nation? Ooh, I probably have like 50 right around here. Okay, Ripple Marketing, David Colpetti, for sure. That's the best one on how to build a big network marketing. Um, My favorite books are Rich Dad, Poor Dad. That one shifted my mindset so much. It was probably the first book I really read that I was like, wow, I haven't always been weird. I just think the same way this guy does. You know, I didn't even realize. Um, and so when I read it, I was like, that's an entrepreneur mindset. And I grew up with parents like that. So Rich Dad, Poor Dad, if you haven't read it, you need to read it. Now, let me look at my bookshelf. Obviously, Magnetic Soulpreneur. My bookshelf. Oh, start with why. Start with why. By Simon Sinek, yes. You need to do start with why for sure. And here's the last question, the million-dollar question. You ready? Yeah. So imagine you had to start all over again and you knew no one. So you didn't know your kids, didn't know your family, but you had all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What's the first thing you do or the first place you go to build a network marketing business from scratch? Networking groups, Facebook groups. Do you have a phone in this? Yeah, you do have a phone, phone. but you have zero contacts, though. I would go to Crunchy Moms groups. 
and I'd find the admins and the leaders in the group. Um, I'd make friends with all of them. I'd start adding value in all the Facebook groups. I would start, I would build a brand new profile on LinkedIn and start meeting people. I would go to networking groups in my area because I'm in Florida. It's pretty open here. Um, I would start by finding entrepreneurs in my area, realtors, and doing the whole networking thing. I really actually love doing that anyways. You know, it's like we should all be doing that. Hey, as we wrap up, any last words of advice? And then what's the best way our listeners can connect with you? Definitely Facebook, Dana McGrady. Instagram is at Dr. Dana McGrady, D-R-D-A-N-A-M-C-G-R-A-D-Y. Instagram and Facebook is definitely the best way. I'm a big fan of connection. And I feel like if we keep empowering each other in this profession, we will lift the whole profession up. We have the choice to not be in competition. We have the choice. Oh, that's the best advice. Collaboration over competition. That is the best advice from Rompsbury. Collaboration over competition every day. We don't need to be, you know, the reasons that network marketing got maybe has a bad rep sometimes. The the cattiness or the, you know, stealing each other's people. And I choose to be better than that. I choose to be ethical. I choose to build my business in the correct way. And I think we should do the same. We should all do the same thing and we should empower our brothers and sisters in this profession. Hey, ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today you've been hanging out with Dr. Dana McGrady. So keep up the momentum and go to mlnation.com, click on the podcast tab and the show notes or the nuggets of wisdom that Dana shared. Also her link to her first episode will be right there. Make sure you check that one out as well. Hey, in order to be successful in business, life, and network marketing, you must help others. So Dana, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're grateful to you and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much again and God bless you. Thank you, Simon. Hey, ML Nation. I would love to prospect together with you and also help guide you on what to say, how to reply back to your prospects so that you can get your next customer or rep this week. You want to know how? Just go to PurposeDrivenNetworkers.com. Again, that's www.PurposeDrivenNetworkers.com. Hey, I'm Nation Simon Chan. Awesome show from Dr. Dana McGrady. Um, so excited to have her on. And I still remember meeting her, you know, that story about my voice. That's true. I mean, I still remember exactly where we were. It was at that event. I think it was in Orlando, too, when that happened. A few years, I can't believe it was like six, seven years ago when that happened. Uh, And she talked about going to events, right? Going to events, building that belief. Um, There's so many things she talked about. And by the way, we have the links to the show notes page. Connect with her. She talked about stories, reels. You want to know how to do that and TikTok. Follow her. Go to mlmission.com. Click on the show notes tab and the episode to the um, this one and also her previous episode, 122. See, that's something I like to do, right? Listen to how she was uh, first year in the show. I think this was six, seven years ago to where she is now. And you can see the growth of people. And when you invest in yourself, what happens? Dr. Dana McGrady here, she talked about branding herself, give you time management tips, talk about automating systems. And really, I mean, when it comes to branding yourself, and this is leadership too, you know, everyone's wearing a sign that I want to be made special. I want to be made feel special. And that's so true. If you make people feel good, and feel good could be you're teaching them something so they feel smarter, or you make them smile or make them laugh. Hey, 
That's what people want, right? That's personal branding. And she talked about when you do a story, show your face, let people know who you are. Don't hide behind there. This is, you know, this is 2021 now. People need to see who you are as a person. You want to recruit people online? Hey, you got to trust them. You got to know who you are. How can you expect people to join if you don't show up and show yourself, right? Awesome stuff. You talk about her aha moments and about building and rebuilding. You never stop recruiting. And I really want to emphasize that. You, know, you have leaders, if you have leaders in the team, your leaders in the future will be different from the leaders today because people grow at different pace. Some may grow faster than you. Hopefully that's not going to happen. But hey, you're going to grow faster than others as well. And as you grow too, you're going to track better and better and better people. Yeah, just listen to like Dr. Dana McGray. She was successful already back then, but she's really taking things to the next level. And she talked about his public speaking. Right, that then she didn't speak as much, and now she's speaking at major events and learning how to pause and stuff like that. So, anyway, um, consistency you guys show up to go up, don't fake work. And I love her last message about just collaborating, right? Be better than that. I like what she said, I'm better than that. You know, there's no point to steal other people's downlines from different industry and the professions. There's so many people out there, and like. The origin story, how did she get started? She saw a real estate sign, showed up for to check out a house, and that's how she got recruited in. There's so many people out there. Okay, It's never the lack of resources. It's always the lack of resourcefulness. There's opportunities out there. You may do many things. It may not work out, but there will be one way where you can find people. It's just like you talk to a lot of people uh, online. The people who think you you think will join won't. The people you least expect will join. And also the people you least expect to do something often surprises you because you can't. This business is really about heart. It's really about more heart than talent. Anyway, great show. I can go on and on. We talked about so many subjects. Uh, now it's over to you, ML Nation. Leave us a review. I appreciate you. And go take action on something that Dr. Dana McGrady shared. I appreciate her for having uh, being on here again and sharing her wisdom. And let's do this. Okay, go out. Remember, we're in the profession to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all.